Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Pastor David Fountain of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor David teaches through God's Word. be some things that he's highlighting for you that are beyond your capacity. Some directions of obedience, some callings. Paul was very clear that God had sent him to the non-Jews. Peter was very clear that he'd been appointed as the apostle to the Jews. And I just had the sense preparing this that he may be kind of marking some of you guys Do you feel like you have a purpose for your life that you haven't been able to fulfill yet? Today, Pastor David encourages you by teaching about the Apostle Paul, who would rather have spent years preaching to Jews rather than to Gentiles. Even so, his ministry was far more effective because he chose to be obedient. Stick around after today's message from Pastor David. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address podcast, subscription information, and our contact information. Now here's Pastor David in the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1 as he continues his message, Work Together. When you look at the life of Paul himself, there's such an interesting irony. Because Paul was a rabbi, raised under the best teacher of his time. Parents probably very wealthy. He was a Roman citizen and a Jew, which was very rare. A naturalized Roman citizen sent to Jerusalem to train under the very best teacher. He had this ideal set of circumstances as a Jewish teacher. When Jesus met him and transformed his life, Jesus sent him to the Gentiles, to the non-Jews. And then he sent Peter, the fisherman, to the Jews. If I were picking, I would think you send the rabbi to the Jews, right? That would be the logical way to do things. But God's plans were so much higher. If he'd gone to Jerusalem, he probably would have been killed very quickly. Because everybody knew him. He was so well known. And eventually, that is the thing that led to his death, was down the line when God allowed him to go back to Jerusalem. Because he had a heart for his people. And the beautiful thing is what God did instead was he let him go to the different synagogues, in all sorts of different places, but God sent him beyond his capacity. God sent him to the Gentiles to teach people who were worshiping all other different gods and did things through him that were so much further than his education ever could have done, right? God used every bit of that. He still got to go preach to the people who he had a passion for, but he did so much more. God did so much more than his own strength could have done. With all who follow him, this is what God does. Beyond all that we can ask or think, greater works than we would ever expect. I really think, as I was preparing for us this week, I think God may be putting this on some of your hearts, you who have been following Jesus especially, 
that there may be some things that he's highlighting for you that are beyond your capacity. Some directions of obedience. Some callings. You know, Paul was very clear that God had sent him to the non-Jews. Peter was very clear that he'd been appointed as the apostle to the Jews. And I just had the sense preparing this that he may be kind of marking some of you guys in some way similar. That he may be calling you somewhere familiar or unfamiliar but outside your capacity things that feel impossible so I want to encourage you again to reflect on your own story with God like think through your history with him I was thinking about it it struck me even this morning people think like I think a lot of times my dad is the pastor who started the church people assume that it's a very natural thing that I would step into pastoring, but I did not want to do pastoral ministry. My parents were great about never pressuring me into it. They were never like, I was going to study engineering. Public speaking used to terrify me. When I was 13 or 14, I took some sort of school public speaking thing, and the whole time I was like standing there with my hands behind my head, with my eyes closed, trying to teach her. It was like, in the future when you teach, maybe... Don't put your hands behind your head. Maybe open your eyes. Yeah, that's probably good. And then later I had another thing in school where I had to speak. And both times I spoke, I blacked out in the sense that I didn't remember anything I said. And the second one, the teacher was like, just looked at me like that was terrible. And then you can sit down now. And then they didn't ask me to do that again. And right, like I hated public speaking. I never expected to be preaching, to be in, in any of this capacity. This is not something I sought after. I like studying. I liked studying engineering. I found that interesting. You know, this is not, what I'm doing now was not something that I had sought after. But like now I can see as God moved me into things, as he called me into it, I saw more and more how much he had prepared me for it, how much he had been at work to make it natural to give me the natural capacities. And then with that, he works supernaturally. It has not freaked me out. Somebody asked me today if it freaks me out, if I get nervous teaching, and I really don't, which is supernatural. It doesn't freak me out to talk in front of people at this point. And it really never did very much because he has worked so faithfully in my life. I'm not giving a speech right now. I'm not feeling like I'm performing. I'm sharing with you the truth of who Jesus is and what he says to us. He supernaturally will work in you in the things that he's calling you into. There's two directions I see this potentially going among us. Some of us have this history with God and we see it and there's excitement about what he's going to do. Some of us really aren't aware of much story with God, of much of how God has been at work in our lives. And if you're there and you really don't have any interest, I want to challenge you to reckon with that because we have a comfortable enough Western life, most of us, even if life has been uncomfortable, I think a lot of us get it very easy. Jesus warned us about how the cares of life can distract us. And we can be comfortable doing religious stuff because it's good for you and it's nice without ever actually taking seriously what Jesus says. And if you are 
aware that you have really no interaction with God and no concern to do what he says, and you're just not very bothered by that, I want to challenge you to take it seriously because Jesus challenges you to take it seriously. Now, if you're here and you're not very aware of much history with God, but you want it, be encouraged that he says you wouldn't want him if he weren't already at work drawing you. This is not one-sided. You are not desiring him and having to convince him. He already died for you. Be encouraged that if you want to know God, he is available. And he's already been pursuing you. If you're starting to feel that desire, he says he's already been running. The story of the prodigal son is like, when you started walking back, he is running to you. He's available to you. But I want to emphasize one more time, to you who know him, pay attention if there's something he's burdening your heart with. Write it down. We live in a really unique season of human history. I know that can sound like a, you know, it's been overused, but it certainly for the last like 70 years, if you think about globalization and everything, we have a really unique season of technology, travelability, all these things. And the ability to share the gospel in our community with no persecution is such a gift. We have so much availability for that. The ability to go to another country where people have not heard of Jesus. Paul's first missionary journey, you know, they take two years to make the circuit. Like I can be in Afghanistan in 12 hours if I feel like it, right? I mean, that's crazy. I don't have to walk or buy a donkey. You just buy a plane ticket. There's so much capacity to share the gospel. So if he's burdening your heart with something, even if it feels impossible, pay attention to it. Begin praying into it. Ephesians 3.20 says, To him who is able to do exceedingly abundantly above all that we ask or think according to the power that works in us. To him be the glory in the church through Jesus to every generation forever and ever. You've been listening to Main Thing Radio. Thanks for joining us today for this edition. The book of 1 Corinthians is so applicable to the issues that the modern church faces today. Within this book, we find the Apostle Paul writing to a church that was full of the Holy Spirit, but also dealing with some big problems. Throughout this study, we'll be looking at the different things God teaches us about prioritizing His way and sharing His love. As you continue to study this book, Look for ways to apply God's teaching in your own life and to serve your local church. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or would like to explore more of these type of messages from Main Thing Radio, visit mainthingradio.com today. Or you can download our mobile app to listen anytime, anywhere. You can also subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just follow the link on the website. Again, that's mainthingradio.com. We'd love to hear from you too if you have any questions. Or if you'd like prayer, give us a call at 305-531-2730. That's 305-531-2730.
We're so glad you joined us today. Our time with you has come to an end, but be sure to tune in next time to keep learning from the book of 1 Corinthians. We look forward to our next edition here on Main Thing Radio.